0: When the gloaming comes, low in the heather blooms, sweet will thy welcome and bed of love be. One finger traced a path down the silky skin of her neck. Victoria leaned into him, loving his warmth and the hard strength of his chest. His free hand rested lightly on her swollen stomach. Are you all right? I'm fine. In fact, I feel I am the luckiest woman alive tonight. In another few weeks, we shall have our second child, and every night I thank God for our good fortune. She shivered involuntarily. I couldn't bear it if you have to go to war and leave we, Libby, and me. I can't help thinking of all the young men who will be leaving their wives and children to fight. What a waste of human life. I feel so sorry for them all, whichever side they're on. So do I, dearest Vicky. He sensed she was thinking of her twin brother in Edinburgh. "'but please don't distress yourself. "'I won't, but I know Mark will volunteer. "'They're bound to need doctors. "'It's selfish, but I hope he doesn't join the army.' "'She twisted within the curve of his arm, "'turning her face up to his. "'He lowered his head and sought her mouth in a lingering kiss. "'I love you, Mrs Pringle,' Andrew said gruffly. "'I never tire of calling you my wife, Victoria.' "'And I never tire of hearing you. "'It doesn't seem three years since we were married. "'I needed to come up here this evening, just the two of us.' "'She sighed. "'But I think we should be getting back now, "'in case Libby has wakened and is leading Miss Trail a dance.' "'You're right,' Andrew nodded, smiling as he turned them homeward. "'But I think Miss Trail's dancing days are over.' Mm, but Libby doesn't realise that.' She loves to take her hand and toddle round the garden or through the orchard to see the pigs, and Miss Trail can never say no when Libby looks up at her with her beguiling smile. It's those big brown eyes of hers. They're irresistible like her mamma's. He grinned, then sobered. I don't think Miss Trail will allow Libby to take advantage. Miss Trail had been at Langmune longer than either of them, She had come to the farm as a young woman to be housekeeper to Mr. Rennie, the previous tenant. Andrew had worked for him since the day he left Darlanachie Village School when he was almost 14. It never occurred to Andrew that his former employer had recognised his love of the land and his instinctive care of the animals from the beginning. Later, in his increasing frailty, Fraser Rennie had observed and respected Andrew's integrity and high principles. He had made up his mind to recompense his young protégé, even before Andrew had risked his life to rescue him and Miss Trail from the fire, which had destroyed a large part of Langmune House. On his death, Mr Rennie had rewarded his housekeeper's care and loyalty by leaving her enough money to live in moderate comfort and maintain her independence if she wished. But to Andrew Pringle he had left his entire stock of cattle, horses and implements, plus a recommendation to the Laird that he should consider him as the next tenant. Miss Trail's leg had been badly broken during the fire and she had gratefully accepted Andrew and Victoria's offer to share their home as long as she desired they had grown extremely fond of the elderly woman now as the couple drew nearer the farmyard victoria paused to look down the slope to the three farm cottages her eyes were troubled do you think they will take any of our men to fight this awful war she asked andrew remained silent A thoughtful frown creasing his brow. It was a question he had asked himself every day since the meeting he had attended almost a week ago. The year previously, he had joined the local branch of the National Farmers Union. He still missed the stimulating discussions he had shared with Mr. Rennie, so he had sought the company and opinions of other farmers with serious views on farming trends. As a member of the union, he had also made sure Langmune was insured step the late Luke Cranby had neglected, "'which had meant there was no money to restore the farmhouse "'to its former beauty after the fire. "'Only the back part now remained standing, "'narrow and ugly to an onlooker. "'But to Andrew and Victoria it was their home and they were content, "'or at least they had been "'until Mr Chamberlain's announcement three weeks ago "'telling the world that Great Britain was at war with Germany. "'Andrew?' "'Victoria squeezed his arm and repeated her question.' I don't know, Victoria, he sighed. At the NFU meeting, we were warned there would be a limit to the able-bodied men we shall be allowed to employ, even though farming and mining are to be priority occupations.